Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's show, we of course want to give a thanks to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY. As you know by now, they make some amazing enamel pins for us, but they also do t-shirts and plenty of other different things. So check out Pollyanna DIY. Uh, buy some of their amazing merchandise and maybe get something custom made for yourself. Thanks, of course, to Angelo's Pizza. If you've tried their award-winning pizza at one of our shows in Cleveland at the Odeon, there's even more. So head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio, and try out some of the other delicious dishes that they have to offer for you. Thanks to SmartMark Video for recording all of our live shows, whether they're there to record us and be the amazing production team behind what you see on the Fight TV stream when we do that, or if you purchase their DVDs, Blu-ray DVD, or MP4, head to SmartMarkVideo.com for all of those. Currently available, our uh, summertime trilogy, as it were, AIW's Bobblehead Night, Wrestle Rager before that, and Absolution 14 before that, all available right now at smartmarkvideo.com. You can also do on-demand with them, smvod.com, and you'll have plenty of uh, replays available for you there, as I believe you can just keep doing replays, right? I think it, I think it lasts forever. It lasts forever. Just Beautiful. like you know, when we stream on Fight, you know, another incentive for you to... Uh, Buy those fight streams. I'm not sure exactly when we're doing another one. Yeah. Uh, possibly December. Okay. Uh, December 27th, we're back at the Odeon PS, everybody. There you go. But, uh, yeah, you you keep the replay. It's unlimited replays forever. There you so, go. Um, and speaking of... When you buy it, you buy it. You, you buy it. You, you buy get it. it. You own it. There it is. Talking about streaming, don't forget to sign up for independentwrestling.tv. Maybe there's some awesome AIW archives you've never seen. They will be there. We have a, a rotating uh, cornucopia of shows there for you. I think they got like 60 or 70 shows up there, though, right now. Incredible. I thought I'd throw out cornucopia since we're in the Thanksgiving <coughs> season. And uh, I think Holiday spirit, brother. Holiday spirit. So make sure you do that. And, of course, all their promotions are on independentwrestling.tv as well, not just AIW. So it's well worth it. And if you're still not sure... If you do want to watch it or not, use the code ABSOLUTE. Sign up. Get your first 20 days for free. A nice 20-day free trial. Watch all the wrestling you can and then be like, oh, wait, there's more to watch because you're not going to get through it and sign up oh, there's, and keep it. <laughs> there's an insane amount of, like, I don't, it would probably take you years to watch all the content on uh, independentwrestling.tv. There you go. Year, it's worth like it. years worth the sign up non-stop you could spend years watching it i would love to know like a total of hours that is currently available because it's a lot of hours it's a lot we are joined this week by the strong man arthur MacArthur. hey uh maserati west barkley yes sir as always AIW owner John Thorne. We keep uh, we keep a rotating uh, cast of uh, yeah. characters, just like our Keeping shows on IndependentWrestling.tv. That's what's up. Uh, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. On this week, uh, as promised, uh, we told you we would, and we finally got to it. This is the wrap up of Absolution. Back from 14. intermission. Back from intermission. We returned from intermission, yeah. which was a week long. So yeah. those of you sitting there waiting. Last week, uh, we got through all the, the bullshit, as it were, and uh, there was a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of just, you know, backstory about 
how this uh, event was collapsing around me. It could have been a total debacle. It was not. But I, I will say it, and I didn't say it. Uh, it is a credit to the crew of people that are around AIW uh, that kind of helped the machine. That's exactly uh, what I was going to say. Because, you know, it's it can't be a one-person show. There's so many people that helped. You know, like I mentioned, Eric Ryan and Dr. Dan stepped up in roles that they don't usually do, uh, you know, as well as, you know, Pedro always taking care of the front of the house and everyone else just kind of stepping in and uh, helping where <laughs> where things needed to be. Jake Clemens, all, all sorts of people, uh, all the students, of course, you know, that have to get yelled at and go on errands. and Yeah, Isaiah leaving in the middle of the show to go get right. Bunkhouse Buck, which kind of leaves Arthur MacArthur here as kind of uh, the head of student security. People were there waiting for Janella to land, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, because we had sent out an itinerary of, uh, you know, when the flights were landing, so that wasn't communicated to the people that were supposed to pick him up. You know, they were right. waiting, and... Uh, a lot of things got lost in the shuffle. So uh, you, you mentioned Jake Clemens, and one thing that I forgot to mention last episode, because referees, uh, Xavier Franklin, I believe, was the referee during the MJF Big Twan match. I think he was. So his very first absolution. I don't recall, but I'll take yeah. your word for it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Huge, I was, huge moment for him. I was, I was way too focused yeah, uh, you were, on other things. but You were in there. But, uh, yeah, so uh, congratulations to him. Uh, kudos to him, uh, his first absolution uh, right there, being a referee. But, yeah, uh, just, uh, you know, a shout-out to the crew. You know, I'm not uh, not the best at uh, thanking everybody, but uh, <laughs> I know it happened. It, it, you know, I, I, I recognize it, I realize it, and, uh, you know, I couldn't do it without you guys, but got to gotta keep a, a, a rough exterior to, to keep you guys on your toes. Nick Cage is going to be so upset to listen to this episode and find out that Dr. Dan got kudos instead of being well made fun of for not taking the day off. Well, there'll be there'll be there'll be plenty more opportunities for me to get pissed off at Dr. Dan. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so we come out of intermission. Uh, we we told you last episode it was a long one because we were uh, letting the car ride car full of people uh, get settled in, get together matches that they needed to do, and we roll out with a four-way that featured two people who showed up really late. KTB, Wheeler, Yuta were involved in this match. <coughs> uh, we had Lee Moriarty and Lewis Linden. Poor Lee and Lewis just sitting around for hours. They were there all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lewis Linden is uh, very prompt. He is. Yeah. So is Lee, Lee Moriarty. They're, they are both guys that are typically very early to the, to the venue, which is, you know, they're reliable. Right. Know? Uh but those poor guys, you know, I didn't want to just throw that match out there because I knew those guys were coming. Yeah. But, you know, if they weren't going to make it, then I was going to have to audible the whole card, you know, on the fly. So, man, there's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, Lee Moriarty, Lewis Linden would have been good, but uh, you get all four. This is Wheeler's big uh, return because he's gone for a few months, what, in Germany and a couple yeah, places overseas. He was, yeah, he was doing like a tour of WXW, I believe. Yeah. So he gets to come back, and that was a surprise for folks. I mean, the whole match in general was a surprise. This was one of those unannounced ones. Um, which was supposed to open the show, which would have been a really good surprise. But, yeah, this was supposed know. to open the show. Instead, it opens the second half of intermission. and uh, Still kind of the same. Still. Like the same 
thought process, but I still think it would have been better at number one. This was interesting because it's one of those you don't have a guy to hate in this match. It's from a fan's perspective. People love the consummate professional and veteran that Lewis Linden is. They're very excited about Lee Moriarty right now. They love Wheeler Yuta. They love KTB being from the woods. So nobody knew who to get behind. It said, they, it said they just got behind the match. Who was, was the it, ref for this? Yeah, did they hate the ref? Who was it? Uh, it Maybe. They may have been Potato. Name names, dude. <laughs> potato? <laughs> was it Potato? He's having some rough times right now, isn't he? He's, he's, he's coming back. He's bouncing back. Right, All that's good. that's my guy. Right. I just got to give him a shout out. That's my guy. Yeah, it might have been Potato. He might have been upset with <laughs> him. Give me that quick count. Dis- <laughs> disregard his retirements and uh, unretirements right. on Facebook all the time. Let's go yeah. through some stuff. Uh, Do you even retire in wrestling? What? Do you even retire in wrestling, honestly? I've been retired, brother. I don't know, man. You wrestled Absolution. I'm I retired mean. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Part one. Go back last week. Yeah. You part one. Wrestling. Part one, I was active. Part two, I am retired. Chilling. I am retired again. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, we'll uh, see. So this was this is great. This is full of action as you imagine it would be. Uh, Wheeler, I think it's uh, gets a win here. He does. <coughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Hopefully you've okay. seen it by now. Yeah, it's uh, out it's on Blu-ray. Out a month for crying out loud. You know, it's out on Blu-ray, DVD, MP4, streaming. Makes for a great Christmas gift for that wrestling fan in yeah. your family. Yeah, come on, catch up for the new year. Seriously, we gotta sell some fucking videos, guys. Imagine buying that. What a three! If you're Imagine gonna buy, going down the stairs, right? If you're gonna buy a three pack, there you go, three pack. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Imagine going down the stairs. It's Christmas morning. Yeah. And you ask for this, that, and the other, right? Right. But you go, you know what? I'm going down the stairs. I'm gonna check my stockings first, right? Oh. And you pull something out of your stockings, and what is it? It's the the hedge clipper from Manscaped first. The lawnmower 2.0. The lawnmower 2.0 from Manscaped. I'm excited. Then you pull something out, and it's a fresh Absolution on Blu-ray? Wow. That's making memories, and that's what we call a happy holiday right there. That's happy the holidays. Christmas. I feel like the stocking at the Barkley household is big enough to fit a <laughs> well, Absolution. Look, well, I wear two shoes, so I got two yeah. stockings. I think, you know what I mean? Come I on. think it's big enough to fit Absolution, Russell Rager, and Bobblehead all in one stocking, right? I was on all of them, so probably yeah. still have I, room. I will yeah. say, I, I will say, you know, speaking of stockings, I had a, a abnormally large stocking as a child because I was born so close to Christmas. Oh, so they sent me home in a stocking that was wow. like real big. So I always got a lot of good good stocking stuff. They want to have it filled. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's adorable. Yeah, it's still it's still at my parents' house somewhere. It's like you know, it was I don't know, probably four times the size of a uh, your average stocking. You know, <laughs> okay, it's kind of like. Uh, like a pillowcase almost. Yeah. Yeah, that would fit a baby. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know, you guys are talking stockings. Stock, talking hey, stockings. Man, stock up. Popped in my head, it's but about uh, a month away. Uh, there you go. Speaking of uh, you know, video releases too, I just I just remembered and for you listeners out there, you could you could get on Mike Burns from Smartmark Video about this. Uh-oh. Tweet him at Smartmark Video. I sent a hard drive, which I believe has the first two years of AIW video releases on it, DVDs. Oh, wow. Uh, that Smart Rock Video does not carry. I sent those to him uh, to pen- potentially get all those old out-of-print shows uh, available 
for those completists out there that buy everything because there are a few of you that have every single DVD. Uh, so get on, get on Mike Burns because I sent that hard drive out with him a while ago. So He's been a busy guy. He is a busy guy. He has a lot going on, uh, especially with all these fight streams that we're trying to coordinate right. and the GCW shows that they do and everything else. Uh, but get on them, though. Get, tell them to get that, get those old shows get up. Get that Rude so. Boy Returns out. Yeah, Rude, Rude Boy Strikes, brother. Rude Boy Strikes. Rude Boy Strikes. Colt Cabana's, uh, I, I, I believe Colt Cabana was supposed to debut on that show, but I don't think he did. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Get on, uh, get on Mike Burns and get some of those old releases. So uh, then we go into a match that has been documented on this podcast multiple times because of the nature of how it came about. It is an anything-goes match between young Zach Thomas and Nick Gage. Uh And we've talked about it. It wasn't supposed to be an anything-goes. It was supposed to be a straight wrestling match. Nick Gage, with a piece of door sticking out of his face, cuts a promo, says it's a death match. Can we say something before that? Yeah. Because a lot of people seem to forget facts. Yeah. You know, people want to say, you know, X, Y, and Z. What happened before he had that door? Stuck around his head. Oh, uh, well, he actually, lost a match. No, that and happened. Who pinned him? That happened <laughs> after he got hit with the door. He got hit with the door. He yeah. got hit with the door, and then, then he—you know what I'm saying. Then he lost the match. Look, check it out. Because, Sakamoto takes Cleveland because your ass Keep was going. pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maserati Wes Barkley once pinned Nick Gage <laughs> cleanly <laughs> in the middle of the ring. I don't know if I call that ring, clean. So Nick Gage, Zach Thomas, and, uh, you know, it's a match that Zach Thomas wanted in terms of the who. I don't know that it's a match that Zach Thomas wanted in terms of the what, and uh, he got that what. That's for sure. Yeah, what? That was crazy. That was crazy. Oh got what? his ass beat. I love the what, dude. Yeah. You what? love the what, Stone Cold ET, dude. We saw him. No, I love, like, uh, watching, like, like Stone Cold Supercuts of him doing what's. Oh, yeah, fuck. Oh, him doing me. what. Yeah. Him doing what's great. Hot, hot take. You know, yeah. fucking... Uh, Hot take right here. What Stone Cold? Best Stone Cold. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's why people still do it, I think. What? So Zach Thomas gets his ass beat. Pretty much. Pretty crazy. But uh, Adam, you know, your buddy. Adam, oh, oh, that's a, one thing that we forgot to mention. Yeah. Also, the documentary crew happening the this whole too. time is a documentary Beyond crew. Beyond the Mat 2 was there. During the whole show. They're talking to some people ahead of time. Mary Blonstein. got interviewed. Yeah. Eddie Kingston, I think, eventually gets interviewed. Well, they were Nick well, Gage, so I was maybe? upstairs and I was watching it off their backstage camera or whatever. I don't know what to describe it there. Yeah, yeah, they, their monitor downstairs. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they had a monitor, and it looked unreal watching that match. I think that. The, they the plan is for them to come back in December to shoot more stuff because they want to keep. Uh, they haven't been shooting at the shows because they want to keep it at the Odeon. Oh, nice. You know, so it's all looks the sure. same. A little flow. Um, but uh, that's another thing I totally forgot was yeah there was that know, was happening they brought extra lights crazy. which helped us with the light it was like a legit Hollywood production though yeah. it wasn't yeah. a fucking guy with a camera this was like man like when they showed up with all their yeah, shit the production like, crew you yeah. got guys walking around yeah he had, hey, he had the whole a, steady uh, cam going I'll do a, a zoom in on uh, C five and I'm just sitting there I'm like whoa this is so this is another thing that I forgot was going on and some guys didn't like it because it's you know it's it's a documentary they're backstage they're filming yeah and some guys were not a big fan of it so i was also dealing with that headache of like 
hey, what the fuck, you know, because, like, I didn't, like, say, like, hey, guys, like, we're doing a documentary, you know. It's, like, my promotion. I want, like, I want to do a documentary. You know, they're just going to be there. Right. Uh, but some guys are very, like, not about it. So, you know, I got to deal with with those conversations, too, on top of everything else. I just wanted a little more FaceTime. That was the only thing I was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so if you watch this back, uh, I'm sure the uh, one guy with the huge steady cam uh, will pop up into the picture uh, if you watch back on SmartMark or anything else. But uh, that's what's going on there with this whole documentary being done. And they were there filming. That was the first day. Uh, so... Yeah, that's happening. You're right. During this match. That match was uh, epic, though. That match was epic. These guys just beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, big test for Zach Thomas. Yeah. uh, He continues to uh, excel uh, when given an opportunity. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. If you leave that door open even an inch... He's gonna. He's go gonna make it, it stick in Nick Gage's face. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's good. You give him just a little bit of opportunity. He's gonna take it. Uh, and that's when that's what happened there. And then we roll into the tag team championship. Ooh, we oh, long wow. time coming. PME to Infinity and Beyond. Yep. And we've already talked about this previously. Was one of your favorite matches uh, when. They had it during the rap show earlier in the year. Oh, yeah. I think this one tops it, probably. You like this one even better. Yeah. I mean, these guys just continue to innovate. <laughs> like, I I said it on Twitter right after it happened, but if you're an independent wrestling promoter, like, you should be booking this match to happen in your town that has not seen it because it will go far beyond any expectation that you can even imagine. I mean, you want to talk about guys being able to have chemistry in a ring together. It's hard enough in today's day and age to get two individuals in a singles match where it's going to look great. Here's four guys and interchangeable parts that just constantly have. You know, Philly can be in there with uh, Cheech or Colin, and it seems like there's great chemistry. Marino, same thing, you know, and vice versa. It doesn't matter who's in there at any given time. It's just, uh, I, you know, when people debate... If pro wrestling is a sport or performance art, this is the combination of it all. This is what it's supposed to be. Wes, tell them about the pro wrestling magic, man. Tell them. Tell them about the pro wrestling magic. Talk about the magic. I don't know about this magic, dude. That's magic. Arthur McArthur needs to learn about the magic. Well, I was just going to say that it's been a long time coming, and I know PME has been licking their chops, and they're ready to rock and roll. And Absolution, I saw them. I saw them around. They were counting down those days and and marking their calendar and just kept Xing, 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 and then the day finally came. You know, because uh, rap show. Yeah. They got into so little close. shenanigans. Yep. Remember uh, when you lived with them and then you moved out in the middle of the night? Oh, God. I had a I had a real estate in Erotic City. <laughs> <laughs> that song. Is that how you saw their calendars? I have a, I, you know, I got, you know, I always got my eyes on them. You know, <laughs> Rip City. Just threw them off me. there. I always, got, I always got my eyes on them. Yeah, we might need to cut that. That's <laughs> <laughs> staying in. Rip City, Erotic City, man. Arthur you know, MacArthur, you're a uh, you're a guy that's trying to venture into the tag team game. Absolutely, you had a front row seat, front row seat for this. I sure saw it. And uh, as a guy that's just getting his toes wet, what do you think of a match like this? Oh, I gotta say, of all the matches of the night, that's easily my favorite. You really, know. you're not really? gonna talk about the next match. Which what was the next match? We'll get there. Keep going. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, no, this. Yes. 
definitely was one of the best matches of the night, in my opinion. Um, everyone just lost their just lost their minds watching this, and it was a great moment for everyone, especially uh, PME. You know, they've worked so hard to get to where they want to be. Um, and it's about the moments, brother. Yeah, pro wrestling's about the moments. We're making movies out here, you know. It's about the moment. This is one of those things to where it's like, is you know, I I say it all the time, like, uh, you know, the attention spans are dead and all this other stuff. Uh, people stuck with this journey the whole way. It evoked some sort of emotion on it, and yeah. people were very emotional when it happened. We had the uh, if PME loses, we riot signs. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. It's a feel good moment for everyone. Multiple you know? uh, signs like that. We talked about it here in the podcast. There seemed to be a little bit of a tension between PME. We thought, man, if they don't pull this off, yeah, is that it? Right, because you had a sit down exclusive interview with them. Yeah, had good and their company. Tensions were high. Tensions were high. Uh, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, tension. Tensions. I just, I just see this right now. I just remember back at Mount Carmel, crowd chant PME might have been the last Mount Carmel show. And yeah. I could tell them, they go, we're making this journey. We got Colin and Cheech lined up. They, they got them. It took a while, but they got them. It took a while, but they got them. It was. It was hell on earth. Hell last, on earth. About, Long this, time about this time last year, one year ago. Right. Pretty much right now. Uh, so said, what, a, what a journey. And then we get confetti cannons or right. whatever you want to call them. Yeah, people oh. were pumped. What a visual yeah. that was, too. Yeah, that was sweet. That looks great coming back. Man, they were... Yeah, this I could see this being a, a a match of the night. I don't know, it was it was great. And then, tag titles now residing in Erotic City. Ooh, uh, before we move on, did we even mention the part of uh, Bunkhouse Buck uh, uh, whipping? You know uh, what? We did. We did not. <laughs> we can't not talk about. Well, let's that. Let's go back a little bit because that's what Arthur MacArthur's nice. here for, keeping us on track. After <laughs> the four, after the four way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Duke comes out to introduce everybody to the Bitcoin and, boys. And I'll say, you know, this whole segment is booked on the fly because Bunkhouse Buck misses, you know, his flight's delayed, misses his spot that he's booked for. Now he's there, and, you know, uh, I had been planning on this Bitcoin boys thing, but I was going to debut them with the Duke at Russell Rager, in which... The weird world and Raven were gonna, you know, right. interrupt. Uh, um, Bunkhouse Buck gets there, and I go, "Fuck, we got to do it now," you know. So like, <clears throat> Mikey Montgomery and Eric Taylor are like every other student that isn't booked. They're they're staffing the event, you know. They're yeah. They're helping with merch. They're helping with meet and greets. They're <clears throat> you know they're doing security. They're just you know out there doing things, and I go. Somebody get the, you know after me and Swaggle are done, uh, Bunkhouse arrives, and I say <laughs> somebody somebody go uh, get Eric and Mikey and tell them to get their gear. And I grab the Duke and I say, hey, like you know your door just kind of closed with the jock, and here you know we're gonna come back we're gonna come back with this. And uh, you know Bunkhouse Buck was <clears throat> you know he, that was booked for Biggins like that was that was my birthday present to Biggins because his birthday was a few day was a few days earlier. <clears throat> so, and he never got to get his picture with bunkhouse buck. We booked him the one time and then we booked him again and his flight got uh, like, uh, it, I don't know what the word is like deterred to a, another airport. What's the word there? Rerouted, rerouted, yeah. rerouted to another airport 
because of bad weather, and he never made it to Cleveland. He only made it as far as Cincinnati. So Biggins never got his chance to to get his picture with with Bunkhouse Buck, and Bunkhouse Buck was his one well one of his favorite wrestlers as a kid. Uh, so you know, I I literally called him a week before the show, and uh, you know, I I talked to him for a little bit, and you know, he remembered, and he was like, hey, you know, I, I heard about Chris, and you know. <clears throat> Uh, which is kind of crazy because a guy like Bunkhouse Buck literally is a guy that lives off the grid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like lives off the grid very, uh, you know, just he's in Bucks, North Tennessee. You know what I mean? Like, and Real deal. Uh, yeah. for him to like, he knew exactly who I was when I called, knew, you know, about Chris and, you know, said he was sorry. And, <clears throat> you know, we, we worked some stuff out and this was his, the show was on his birthday. His birthday was either the day before or on Absolution. I, I, on Bucks. Uh, I, I believe it was, was on. Was there a happy birthday chant? I swear I heard something like Yeah, that. I think well, somebody said something. Well, uh, it was because he talks about it was Biggins' birthday. It was oh, okay. a few days oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, he was booked for Biggins. Uh, that wasn't going to be – that wasn't what the segment was supposed to be about because Biggins hates – he would hate any sort of attention on himself. Um so it was just going to kind of be like this feel good thing between him and I, and, you know, and wherever he is in the afterlife or whatever, it was just going to be like my thing for him was bunkhouse buck was going to be a surprise and it was going to be this good moment. And that's kind of how it was. But that doesn't happen. So <clears throat> I, I say, you know, just go out and just say exactly what you're here, what you are here for, you know? And like, yeah, um, well, and if you're going to give a gift to Biggins, why wouldn't it involve somebody beating the hell out of the Duke? As well? Exactly. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. So that was the, that was the, well, that was a, that was the gift initially, you know, like. And you can't you know. bag him. So, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> well, might as well whip him. With so this segment is kind of put together on the fly. It introduces the Bitcoin boys as a thing with the Duke. You know, they get beat down by Bunkhouse Buck. It's a very nice moment. Uh, and Chandler never got his photo with Bunkhouse Buck, but his mom got got a photo with Bunkhouse Buck. And, awesome. Uh, they got to have awesome. a nice conversation, which was well worth all the stress of the day. Uh, yeah. So that was, I mean, that was awesome. And then, uh, and yeah, Bunkhouse Buck, I will say, came to the after party, which yes, was he did to celebrate his birthday, which was pretty cool. Yeah, he was right. So we do meet the Duke and the Bitcoin boys, uh, which also makes me wonder. Do you think now that the Duke is hanging out with these young millennials, that's why he's manscaped? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That could be. Maybe they're, teaching, maybe they're teaching him a few things. He's got the lawnmower 2.0. Look, if the Duke can be manscaped with the lawnmower 2.0, yeah. uh, I mean, so too can if you. you. Think, if you think about the porn from the Duke's era and the porn from you know the Bitcoin boys' <laughs> era. Yeah. You know? Very I mean, different. It's very different, and as far as the the grooming is concerned, in very the lower, different in the lower region of your body. So, uh, you know that Mikey the millennial is throwing on some of that uh, ball deodorant. Yeah, uh, right here. What's that called, Arthur? It's the crop preserver. The crop preserver. You know he's throwing it on there after a shower or whatever because he's a weirdo <laughs> millennial and doesn't want the chafing and he's all worried about that. And you know, look, maybe you get sweaty. It gets it. sweaty on that scooter. You get sweaty on the that scooter. razor scooter. Scooters everywhere. Dude. Absolutely, he rocks the moon shoes every now and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get, so get the uh, 
Get Please. the perfect package 2.0. Use the code absolute. Yo, code? Save I'm some absolute. dollars. Absolute. I'm, I'm pleading with you. Somebody use this promo code. Please, one person use this promo code. Absolute. Yeah, we're trying to get a sponsor here, guys. <clears throat> well, as you as you heard a couple weeks ago, uh, when Thrift Store Jobber was the host, he sponsored so many episodes of the podcast, and he said not one person ever used the promo code worldwide ever <laughs> to this day. Uh, so I'm begging you, this, these manscaped people, they keep sending us things in the mail. Another thing I was thinking kind of off topic before I finish this thought is maybe we should set up a P.O. box or something for mm. people to send us more weird shit uh, to talk about. So I don't have to get more manscaped cool. packages sent to my house? Yeah, so people don't have your actual address. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, that. yeah. sweet. So <laughs> what do you got there? What do you got there? That was the What's deodorant the right oh, there. The other one, yeah, is a crop reviver. The crop the reviver. Crop reviver. Toner just, and reviver. Just spray that. Spray that on the boys when, when you want to feel a little fresh. But they also have body wash, too, so you can shower I, with I, it. I, but one more time on the spray that on but, the boys. But, can you do it one more time? <laughs> yes, for, do it. Go on. <laughs> you want to spray that on the boys so they feel a little fresh. Uh, yeah, so please, somebody, <laughs> one, one person, please use the promo code ABSOLUTE. I want to know that... Uh, you know, there are plenty of you out there that could use this. So again, yeah, it's manscaped yeah, with a D dot com. Rick yeah. Nelson, get out there, man. Use the code absolute. And you don't just have to you don't just have to use the lawnmower two on your love grotto and other places. You can use it. You got if you're a hairy chested man or you got some back hair, use it there, you know? Yeah, I got I got I got a little grotto. going on. Love grotto. My beard, That's the area in between. My scalp going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You look, you don't have to use the same uh, the same thing that you use on your beard, on your that's just uncleanly, dude. Yeah. That's just bad hygiene. This is better hygiene. We're all about promoting you can use the best this hygiene here. You want to keep it a secret from somebody? You don't want your girlfriend or anybody else kicking the door open while you're using it? You can use this bad boy in the shower. Joe Spost, Joe Spostos, this could be you, man. You could be yeah. you could be manscaped. There it is. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, people walking around that the pants are hanging a little too low and the shirt is. You know, stuck a little too high, and there's some lower back area that you could use the lawnmower 2.0 on. So Jonah from Good Company, this could—I'm <laughs> just calling people out by name. Somebody's going to use this promo just code. Somebody use the code Absolute at Manscaped.com. Sam Ball Goldstein. Sam Sam Goldstein, my favorite Goldstein. Ball Shout to the wall. I mean, you know who would you know who would uh, Josh Goldstein, my other favorite Goldstein. I'll tell you who would give us a a sell promo on this. Manscaped and the lawnmower 2.0 is a guy involved in the next match. Oh, and no, I'm not talking about Maserati Wes Barkley, though he is involved in this next match, which is for the intense title. Should we say how it happened through my eyes, or do you want to do who, the you, card? Say, who you saying? Tom Dunn's got you a manscape. <laughs> Josh Bishop uh, comes out with Maserati Wes yeah. Barkley, Matthew Justice comes out, and then he's got a surprise. Uh-uh. He didn't come out first. We're sitting there, we're rocking. I'm telling JB, you got this. Easy money, intense title, easy. And then all of a sudden, oh, this is this is how it went, mm, right? Mm, 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 I start hearing Pantera. I go, what the hell's going on? And all of a sudden, a whistle, and uh, through the curtain, Fonzie, pointing up, Sabu style, RVD posing. Bill, Alfonso. I'm losing my mind. JB, who sent him in here? People were going nuts. You know, there there was that like. Weird, like, are people gonna know? You know what I mean. And he was very worried about that as well. He's ripping heaters backstage. <laughs> I had to keep oh, telling him. I had to keep telling him, like, I yeah, Fonzie, you're no, gonna be great. Going. Everybody's gonna be really pumped to see yeah. you. A lot of the fans know and love ECW, and that's Fonzie. Fonzie was another guy. I I booked him literally 
a week before. A week before. Matt Justice made this joke like seven months ago, and then I remembered it a week before Absolution, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I found, found him on Facebook. I found Fonzie on Facebook, <laughs> and uh, we had a conversation, and he's like, that's next week, brother. And I was like, or daddy. He yeah. said, that's next week, daddy. And I said, yeah, man, I know. I'll, I'll book your flight right now. And uh, the rest is history. There you go. And f- look. His flight was on time. <laughs> Fonzie <laughs> now ingrained in like the AIW family. He's the man. He's Even though uh, he beat the shit out of me on the show. that dude. He's the man. That he's, was epic. Are we ta- you want to talk about that or you want to talk about how he was going to be the pitch man for Manscaped? Well, he would. He would listen. He'd be able to sit here and tell you oh, about God. whether or not the giant Gonzalez was manscaped. Oh, yeah. He's got hey. these stories. He's got these stories, man, <laughs> which we hear all about later this night, which leads to Fonzie's full time contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sitting at my friends, and uh, no, I don't mean Eddie <laughs> Kingston. I mean the restaurant. Nice. Thank you. Pick that up. You dropped the name. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, I just figured, you know, chime in, mock myself, but uh, yeah. How this go through your eyes, Wes Barkley? This whole thing. So I'm going. So they come oh, out. okay. So the the tables are turned. You yeah. know, we usually have the numbers advantage legally. You know, we got the manager's license. Sure. But I see Fonzie. I'm I'm a little ice. JB's still ready to kill Justin. Because you're only a manager of a champion at right. this point. Right. Right. True. How comes the manager well, of champions? Yeah, I guess you're right. Plural. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty wild. Crowds on fire. I'm like, oh, what did I? What are we? What is going on? Were hearts you know, on fire? Tables are tables are turned. What's that? I uh, just wonder if hearts were on fire as well. So, yeah, whatever. It's a Rocky <laughs> reference. I got it's, it. It's a music. So then chairs are flying. You know, Justice is crazy. He's ready to rock. But Fonzie is just just as wild. He was. <laughs> it's crazy. He he the, so he did a. Little, he's doing so like I'm in the corner. He's doing like dying. fucking like hanging upside he down. Did a little shit. spider. He did all spider action. Hung from the top. Had the chair in front of me. Smoked me with the chair. He's pointing up. So I'm I'm seeing double. I'm seeing double. Somehow we go out into the crowd, right? JB, we're rocking. I go, throw his ass off again, please. You know, we're going up the stairs. Off the balcony. All of a sudden, yeah. JB gets smoked. Oh, you got thrown I off the balcony. I got thrown off the fucking balcony. I forgot about that. I didn't that. get gift. I didn't get booked everywhere because of it. Come on. Who's hitting me up? No, I don't mean to sound like that because it hurt. I got thrown onto not a table, onto what? I think he got thrown on nothing but concrete, brother. I got Link. nothing but I got thrown straight on a concrete, hit my head. I don't know if it really was concrete, but it probably felt like it. No, it was. Uh, I fell onto <laughs> the bar and knocked over ten bottles, and it cut me open. And oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I don't remember you bleeding. I broke my ribs. Oh, that's a sh- that's a real. I don't real remember deal. you bleeding. That's a shoot, brother. That's a shoot, brother. I broke a couple ribs when I got thrown off the balcony, but. These guys come back. They're brawling backstage. I just hear clanging and banging. I'm seeing stars. I'm seeing Tweety Birds. And all of a sudden, they come back through. Bishop's busted open. I go, what the hell were they doing back there? Fonzie's whistling. All of a sudden, Justice goes up on the stage. You just see a ladder flying around. He climbs on that ladder. He's on top of the eye. Letters. Hang time flies on the JB. There it wow. goes. You remember that? That was crazy. Yeah, I remember it. Sitting I'm just right giving there. you a play-by-play. One, two. <laughs> I pulled the ref. I still got a little gas in the tank, Jack. I was watching it. Yeah, saw it happen. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm telling everybody, I'm telling the security guys, I'm like, back people up. This is something's about to happen here. It's all I know. Anytime Matt Justice goes back behind yeah. the curtain, I'm like, he ain't coming <laughs> out right through that curtain. I know yeah. that. Got to be 
you got to be on alert. He's coming through somewhere. And I'm like, you keep these fans at bay, man. I don't want anybody. So they were getting, getting crazy. Rocked. And then, you know, I guess it hit a fever pitch towards the end when there's doors getting broken, doors getting broken. Fonzie's. And, sh- and shout out to our uh, uh, our, our fan, our, our longtime fan, Jose, who who oh, takes, uh, takes a shot from the shrapnel. And, he does, uh, yeah. Yeah, shout you know, out to those. He's guys. still he's still co- he's still coming back. You know, and takes it in stride. Pictures, takes great pictures. Yep. Takes it in stride. And so I just want I, just, I, I didn't I did not want to gloss over the fact that this one got so wild. You know, the people it's, it's the people reason in the crowd why we are getting taken you, out. Yeah. It's the reason why I tell you at the beginning of the shows get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, look out. That's the reason we have uh, pieces of paper all over the place that tell you you are here at your own risk. And, uh, yeah, that was a whole other thing, which we talk about the team and the crew getting everything together. Shout out to these guys, the younger students, again, who are handling security and stuff. I'm looking. This match is happening, and I know that we got to get Jose out of there. So i got to signal these guys doing all, like, military style, like you, hey – Move right. over over here, and well, yeah, you gotta just, get him. You gotta get him out of here. There's so much go. going. There's just so much going on. Yeah, just chaos. throwing chairs, whistle blowing, chaos. It's, it's, it time. was unreal being in there. And then, you know, they bring out this barbed wire door at the end. And I'm not gonna tell you what happened, but you, you could say the results, whatever. But all of a sudden, I'll just say this: Are you I get speared through a door, right? And I'm just seeing stars, and I'm seeing the lights, and I'm counting the lights. So that's rare for me. I never lose matches, you know, <laughs> or I'm affiliated with stuff that happens. Me and Bishop are just there, barely knocked out, and Pantera's on, and Fonzie and Justice were going nuts. I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty cool. But I was kind of mad, you know. We lost the match, but you know we're on to bigger and better things. And uh, when's it? When's this podcast coming out? Probably around here, Black Friday yeah, it coming might be up like soon, next week. Right? Probably Black Friday's week. coming up soon when yeah. JB's about to finally take down Tom Lawler. He's been ducking and dodging. He had a Rip City invitation, but he passed. And now <coughs> he's going to eat that. He's going to eat what he did at WrestleRager, and he's going to eat what he's done to JB. And we'll talk about it later in this show, too. There you go. But I'm not taking anything away from PME and Infinity Beyond. That was definitely a classic match, and that was unreal. Back but this back. show, Absolution, stacked. Everything's good. Right? Everything's yeah. good. Everything's great. The whole show was a uh, an emotional ride. Roll- Speaking of emotional, I'd, I'd call it a roller coaster. Five fires, bang, bang, bang. Five bang, fires bang. on the Barkley scale. Wow, bang. Yeah. man, I can't even call it a roller coaster. Well, I guess it is a roller coaster. Five emotions. roller coaster emojis. Five fires on the Barkley scale for it's, sure. Is that bigger than Meltzer? Only show of 2019 to get that. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's true. Yeah. Five fire emojis. Wow. Yeah. Five wow. fires. Trade- we'll talk, pal. Trade market. Yeah. Five fire emojis. All right. It's going down right now. Hashtag it. <laughs> the Barkley scale. There it is, folks. Barkley scale, the Barkley effect. You're welcome. <laughs> Playing some matches right later. <laughs> All right, send <laughs> <laughs> uh, Then we roll into the main event of the evening. As chaotic as that match was, this is of a different flavor. Yep. The gauntlet for the gold winner. From 2019, Eddie Kingston taking on your absolute champion, Tom Lawler. And these two had a war of words going into this thing. <laughs> and oh, they did. Yeah. And, you know, these guys had a uh, these guys had a lot to follow, you know, because this show is, yeah. as we just learned, five fire emojis. Uh, so five. You know, these guys got <laughs> th- these guys have a, have have their work cut out for them. And I, and I think they deliver it, you know. The one thing that I loved about this show is I saw so many different people saying, this was my favorite match, or this was my favorite match, or this was my favorite match. So it's like, <clears throat> there was something for everybody. And, you know, a lot of people love this main event as yeah their match of the night, which is 
which is great, you know, because that's what you go for. But it, it's a lot for them to follow, and uh, these guys definitely over-delivered, I think. Well, and we had the long delay with uh, intermission because of the travel issues, so we weren't sure. You know, I, ideally, our shows wrap up at about a three-hour mark, and maybe three and a half because it's absolution, but instead for the live audience – we're sitting at like a four-hour mark by the time. Yeah, this one went. We're gonna end this, this one thing. went long based on the stalling and yeah. everything else. Uh, and in years past, we've kind of we've lost the crowd at times during main events because shows were so long. Right. You know, we've been we've corrected that within the last couple of years, and everything keeps getting better and better. And man, people hung on to every moment in this mm -hmm. main event. They chop each other for like five minutes. Yeah. There was literally, the I think, like a five-minute yeah, chop This match was, was going sweet. On. Yeah. Kings Road Godzilla-style match. Unreal. It was, uh, it was everything, you know, it was everything you wanted, I think, out of these two guys. Uh, they were fired up, and, and they went right at it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And uh, the show concludes, and Joey Janela's music hits. We thought he, he was there. Thought he wasn't showing up. <laughs> Always two steps ahead, Jack. <laughs> Which is, you know, this was a little swerve uh, because you know some people knew that he did have that Jaylet cash in. You know, <laughs> he did, which has since expired. But this oh. would have been like a potentially a final opportunity. And uh, people it, were people were perking up, you know. People were running for the door, and then they came back, and they started perking their heads yeah, up. Yeah, like, is this Joe? Is Joe Janela coming out? And uh, it wasn't. You see the, you see the leather wasn't. coat. You see the leather coat. You, you see, see the, the leather jacket. Coat. You see the hair. Where'd you, you see get the, the hair? Where'd you steal those glasses? Where'd you get know. that coat from? Where'd you get that jacket? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Where'd you get that? <laughs> Don's. Don's jacket. Heel <laughs> locker room. Heel locker room, huh? I saw it in the heel locker room. It was oh man. Out. Yeah. It was just hanging out in the heel locker room and you yeah. grabbed it. That was yeah. I was Dastardly. like, let me borrow this for a second. You know, me and Don's tagged the show before. That's true. You so guys I was are like, boys. Can I borrow then? this for a second. He's like, what are you doing it for? I'm like, just wait. And then the music played, and he's like, oh okay. And then I'm coming out hair, and everyone's like, oh shit. And I turn around, and they're like, oh really? This and fucking then guy. Tom's like, what the hell are you doing out here? In Kingston, you know, they were just having a great. They had a great match, unreal match. They did, and, and, uh, and giving each talking. other kudos, exactly yeah. kudos, exactly. And they go, "What the hell is he doing out here?" And then, you know, two steps ahead, you know, we might have lost the intense title, but that absolute's gonna look real nice around JV's waist. Here comes in. Is this your call? Is this your manager direction here? I'm just saying, you know, the blue face Benjamin Franklin's in my pocket. Gold around his waist, you know, or the gold around both of our waist. You know, we're tag team specialists. Was this your? Uh, day, oh, this call on this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Was this, this your? Was me. This was your Sean Payton New Orleans Saints Super Bowl onside kick More, right here. Yeah, I guess we can call it that. Oh, I like uh, that Sean Payton used to put hits out on people too. You know, he used to yeah, pay bounties for players Williams? to do the big hits. That's sure. kind of more me and JB's oh, uh, okay. thing. But I'm also like Peyton Manning. I just call audibles and hot routes usually so i called the audible you know i said we lost we were gonna literally get back on the plane go fly i was thinking like back to la do a little something to this recover your... we had a couple friends lined up no no one you know yeah i can't say too much this was but, your omaha call though exactly i go jb let's let's do this don't leave so he came back from the crowd you know i borrowed don's jack thanks thanks to don's to borrow his jack appreciate it and we had him and filthy tom smoked him choke slammed him straight to hell oh yeah exit 187 bishop road see you pal in Kingston, wrong place, wrong time. Sorry, pal. That's your fault. You don't think that's going to come back to haunt you? I hope it does. 
I hope it does. Because Eddie Kingston, I don't want to say this now, but I, <laughs> hey, hey, there's something. You guys know I loved Eddie Kingston growing up. He was my guy. But ever since WrestleRager, yeah, there's too. something. Yeah, yeah. There's something, though. Oh, you and There's yeah. something, though. You ever and Eddie. since WrestleRager, it ignited something right around, you know, when you're... WrestleRager last year. I want year. everyone at home, feel yourself right under your heart, right in your rib cage. There's a little pain right there yeah. that Ooh. I feel because I never got to beat Eddie Kingston. And he was going to retire... Yeah, I couldn't let him retire without me getting a win on him. So Eddie Kingston, any place, anytime, I don't care. I'll Ooh. I'll bring the Puerto Ooh. Rican pleather pants. You guys there love those is. Puerto Rican pleather. That's pants. That's classic. That's what I grew up on. Eddie Kingston, I gotta beat you before you retire. Wow, King's Road style. Oh wow, Godzilla style. That's a new one. I'm I started that. Eddie, Godzilla style. Godzilla style. Eddie Kingston's been he's been out for a little while here. He's making his runs overseas. So we'll see when we know he's uh we know he's just hey, an Akron. Look, I don't even want to say this. Do you want me to say it though? Should I keep saying this? I'm already sounding wild on this podcast. Oh. But I said it earlier. The Barkley effect. Before he got in the ring with me, he's running over kids doing. Gang member stuff. <laughs> if he gets in the ring with me, he has a whole career resurgence. Oh, Eddie the, Kingston. It's a Barkley effect. I need that win over you. I'll do whatever it takes. You guys see me doing goofy stuff, yada, yada, yada. You might have to go down to the fucking uh, Atlanta studios, pal. Yeah. <laughs> you and Lagana. Let's go. <laughs> Let's rock. So, uh, thus, JB. Thus concludes the. Yeah. Talk about the end shot. Match portion. The end shot. End shot. You and JB. $2 million. Me and JB just smiling all the way to the bank. <laughs> JB holding an uh, absolute title there. Yep. And yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I'm man. fired up, man. And then we roll into the after party at right. beautiful, good company in Cleveland, Ohio on West 76th Street. Try uh, this was, I, I think this, drinks. I think this was like the biggest after party we ever had. I mean, it was fucking packed. It was packed. It was a, a who's who and. Well, we had uh, Bunkhouse Buck and Nick Gage just sharing beers, talking shop. That yeah. was something to see. What was the picture? We took a big group picture. It was us, Gage, oh, that uh, was an epic picture. MJF, Mance. There's all kinds Mance. of people in there. Yeah, all sorts of stuffs happening. MJF and Mance continuing their banter from intermission, carried over to the after party. They're still talking shit at each other. Swaggle and the Duke just doing what they do. You know, posting up. Yep, yep. Just I think I was over hit, by them. Hitting, a on mo- hitting on moms that are in there, and you know. Yes. Yeah. I was concussed, so I'm not going to lie. Colin and Cheech hanging double. out. Yeah, I mean, it was packed, you know. Uh, that was. was one, so that's another thing I wanted to say is, um, you know, for Hell on Earth, you know, we're, we're going to Knacks. Uh, and for the Odeon shows, we'll be going to the good, we'll be going to good company. Make every after party as packed as it was for Absolution mm-hmm. because it is a, it's a, so much more fun when there are so many more people there because it just, just like at the show, you know, it raises the energy of everybody that's at the after party. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, shout out to Stefan who was uh, wrong place, wrong time, was standing in front of the table as I was sitting there with MJF. He was going to say something to say hi to me. And before he could utter any words, MJF said, "What are you looking at, Mark? <laughs> Go buy uh, me a beer." Poor, poor, poor Stefan. Stefan, Stefan. What? What? Do you, why do you say it? <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. That's what I thought. Yeah. MJF, Go buy me a beer. Yeah. You want to have a drink with me? That you poor- go. That Go buy guy. me a beer. You can have your drink over there. That poor guy. He hates everybody so much as it is. You know, like he yeah. probably he probably wants to kill MJF. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, MGF, true to form, man. Not not letting it roll out. Never breaks that. Well, I don't think it's a character. I think it's just him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a character, man. Honestly. So they they do that, and uh, then we go. Then we go after after. We Ooh. go to my friends to eat, like I said. And I get my own personal Fonzie little shoot interview going at yeah. the my friend's table, and he's telling all sorts of great stories, which most of which you heard on the Bill Alfonso podcast episode. That's why we decided legend. we needed to he's have that. He's a legend. I'm trying to think who was all that. That was uh, quite the table. We had like eight people smashing at that table. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's that was that was us, MJF, Fonzie, Tom Lawler, Tom Lawler, Mance Kingston. Warner, Kingston, uh, MJF probably. Yeah, MJF was there. You and JB or no? I don't think we made it. No. Yeah, we. That's when we flew to Cali. Yeah, which oh, so a little note back. Since so we're there flew. so late at this point. Nobody yeah. uses their fucking hotel rooms that I bought them. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody was going to use them. Oh, at the Marriott, it's Absolution. Everyone's at the Marriott, big show, and they big were, hotel. It's and just they weren't my friend Sella. So they weren't going to. So also, Fonzie puts down his security deposit with oh, yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah, cash. No credit card for incidentals. He fits on a hundred dollar bill. He says, Jeez. he says to Tom Lawler, <laughs> says, says MJF, I'll, that they could stay in his room, but then, oh no, you can't, because I got to get my cash back, Daddy. <laughs> He, said, he gives a hundred dollar bill for his incidentals and said, "I'll be back for that." Nice, God, he's legend. a legend, dude. and he did. He went and got that back. But MJF and Tom Lawler do end up staying in their hotel rooms just for a few hours mm-hmm. because they have like six a.m. or seven a.m. flights. Shoot the chat, the text to check on both of them the next day. Tom Lawler, yeah, made my flight. MJF, nope, missed, missed this flight. Supposed to be in, I think, Texas or something, uh, and then doesn't get there until like one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon because he went back to the hotel and uh, overslept. Ouch. Slept in his own room. And I'm just like, Tom, that. you didn't even think to. He didn't care to check, or did check, I think it was, and could not wake MJF up. So he thought, can't miss my flight. So there it is. His final final AIW Unreal. appearance. End of the season, dude. Then final, the season starts back up. Final AIW appearance in the after party gets MJF. And it gets it gets us all once or twice. <laughs> For sure. Nobody gets out unscathed. Yeah. And now we turn to a new season. Uh, it's all You're new. Right. That was the uh, season finale. That was. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> season premiere of the longest running monthly episodic wrestling promotion. In Cleveland. In Cleveland. Hell yeah. <laughs> Coming to you uh, just a few plus, weeks later. dude. 200 plus. 200 plus. We hit 200 now. Yeah. 201 coming up, folks. So make sure you grab tickets and uh, for all of our future shows, realistically. Yeah. Back at the Odeon in December. December 27th. As John Thorne pointed out. And we'll have some surprises and fun in store for you there. I think this is about it on this one. We yeah, finally stacked, finally stacked closed the book here on Absolution 14. Finally. We're done, I think. Yeah. You can be... We don't have to discuss it ever again. You can For let now. the stress go. For now. Yeah, it's like a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not over getting thrown off a freaking balcony. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, my ribs aren't. They're still broke? <laughs> Three of them. Remember I said that? You may have landed on my shoulder, man, so... <laughs> yeah, you landed on this guy's shoulder. Shoulder, shoulder, dude. It's all right. Artie McCarty. Concrete. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast world. Yeah. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us, uh, for us here on this week's episode. And thanks to Maserati Wes Barkley, strongman Arthur MacArthur, 
AIW owner John Thorne. My name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change.